0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 122. Why New Year's Resolutions Don't Work, part two, by Jennifer Sage with bengreenfieldfitness.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, occasionally with commentary. And I answer your questions every Friday. You can send one in at oldpodcast.com. The bonus is, if you do, you'll be entered into small special raffles to win books from us. Now, today's post is a continuation from yesterday. I started a post from a guest author on Ben Greenfield's site, and it's a bit long, so I'm wrapping it up today. So if you're new here, I'd recommend listening to that episode first. That's episode 121 before this one. All right, let's hear the rest of this post as we optimize your life. Why New Year's Resolutions Don't Work, part two by Jennifer Sage with bengreenfieldfitness.com. Here are some examples of, quote, rational lies it might whisper in your ear. Boy, some chips and salsa sound real good right now. Forget those carrots and celery. How fun is that? Don't you prefer that salty, crispy, fatty taste? That couch and remote look awful comfy right now. Isn't there a game on? How about a Sex in the City rerun? Who cares if you've seen it before? Why go to the gym when you might have to sweat? Yuck, too much effort, stay home, safer here. You say you want to do a what? A triathlon? You might get hurt or worse, might have to give up some of that TV time. Better not bother after all. Ask her out? What if you say something dumb like you always do? What do you mean you want to take on more responsibilities at work? Don't you know people don't like you much? What if you screw up like last time? They told you if you make more sales calls, you'll make more money? That means you have to talk to people. Oh man, why do that when you can search the internet for cool YouTube videos instead? $40,000 a year doesn't look so bad after all. You might have to actually do some work if you wanna make that $100,000 this year. That's too scary. I got better things to tell you to do. Spend more time with family? That means you'll have to actually listen to your mother-in-law. No way, let's think of an excuse not to go. And so all your best intentions go down the drain. Destined to fail from the very first moment you stated your resolution. Hence, you repeat the same results over and over and over, because you haven't changed the thought patterns and behavioral patterns that govern them. It's like that old adage the more things change, the more they stay the same. Both your conscious mind and subconscious mind must be in alignment if change is going to take place, and usually there is a tug of war between the two. The conscious mind makes a statement I want to change this about myself but the body says, which is ruled by the subconscious, heck no, you haven't trained me to be that way. You've trained me to be like this. If you wanna truly make permanent changes in your life, you must first retrain your subconscious mind and create different mental images of your body and your health, your financial situation, your relationships, and any other area you would like to see changes. It takes about 15 to 30 minutes a day of mental retraining, and studies have shown, including a study by NASA, that it takes a minimum of 30 days to break subconscious patterns. What does mental retraining consist of? First, determine your goal and be very clear about what it is you want. What do you want? Better health, more money, a physical challenge like a marathon, more time with family, a new career? Next, you must state the why behind each goal. Why do you want it? Will it make you a better person? Will it make you healthier so you can live longer and spend more quality time with your children and grandchildren? Will financial freedom allow you to pursue your dreams of travel, send your children to the best universities, or allow you to fulfill your deepest desires for charitable giving? Will the reduction of stress allow you to focus on yourself and your family and your fitness? Then through a combination of visualizations and affirmations, what Joe Dispenza calls mental rehearsal, state each desire and or act them out in your mind's eye with passion and emotion, a minimum of twice daily. Visioning is more than just passively fantasizing about what you want. It is a type of mental and emotional workout that actually prepares you to experience and attract into your life what you want and what are already available to you. How do visualizations and affirmations work? Visualizations and affirmations are actually methods of rewiring your brain. Your brain does not know the difference between a real event and an imagined event. In fact, through PET scans, brain researchers have found that the brain responds in a very similar manner to actual and imagined events. Neural pathways are developed that reflect what is frequently impressed upon the brain, and synaptic connections are built and reinforced that support habitual trains of thought. This is how new beliefs are created. By experiencing a desire regularly through visualization, you actually create the neural infrastructure to support and process it in reality. In other words, you must first lay the groundwork for your success, see it in your mind, believe it, and see it manifested in your life. You just listened to part two of the post titled Why New Year's Resolutions Don't Work by Jennifer Sage with bengreenfieldfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I love that Jennifer brought up visualization here. I, for one, used to think it was kind of foo-foo stuff. Oh, really? If I sit and meditate it or visualize something, that's really going to work? Come on. It turns out they've done a lot of experiments with this. Some pretty well-designed studies, in fact. I'm going to briefly describe how some of these studies are done. For example, they'll take, let's say, 100 college basketball players, so college athletes. They'll randomly assign these college athletes into one of two groups. One group, they'll say, okay, you're gonna sit there and shoot free throws, well, stand there, and shoot free throws for 20 minutes each day. You're just gonna practice shooting free throws. That's your job. The second group will sit in a classroom with their eyes closed and visualize themselves making free throws for 20 minutes. So you got one group that's actually practicing the movement. The other group is visualizing making those free throws. Same amount of time, 20 minutes each, let's say. The researchers will have them do this for a certain period of time. Could be weeks, could be a month, something like that. At the end of the study, they'll compare the groups. They'll say, okay, let's see your free throws. What they found is the groups that visualize themselves making that free throw or making that touchdown or hitting that home run, whatever sport the athlete's playing, they find that those that visualized it performed just as well as those who actually practiced it. That's how powerful our brains can be. And Jennifer's absolutely right. The brain doesn't understand what's imagined versus what's real. And you've all experienced this. If you've ever had a bad dream, nothing's actually happening to you. It's all in your head, but you'll wake up sweaty sometimes, your heart's racing, your heart's pounding. Some of you might talk or yell in your sleep, the brain doesn't know the difference. Or I'll give you an even more everyday situation. Let's say you're sitting at home and you're thinking about some presentation you have to make next week or an exam. Something stressful is coming up. You may find your hands start to sweat. Your heart begins to race. Those kinds of things, those real physiological responses are happening to something that's imagined. You're just sitting there at home imagining the stressful event, but the brain doesn't know better and the body will respond. So yes, when it comes to changing your behaviors, when it comes to setting those New Year's resolutions and actually achieving them, you must make sure your brain is with you. Now, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I answer your questions right here on the podcast every Friday in special Q&A episodes. You can ask me anything related to diet, fitness, nutrition, stress management, and lots, lots more. Just call and leave a message with your question. The phone number is 61 I love ohd or you can also send in an audio question through our site, oldpodcast.com. And that's a little more friendly if you want to do multiple takes and hear yourself before sending it in. I love answering your questions, so definitely keep those questions coming. And by the way, if you do send in a question, you're entered into special raffles to win books every month. And the pool of people isn't huge, so there's a really good chance for you to win. That's it for today's post. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with two posts from Steve Pavlina. So stay tuned for that, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show, and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs,